When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and tales of Tamriel. We are sans an arc this evening, so as a result, Pixie and I have taken over the show. Hyper Pixie, uh, how are you doing this evening? Doing fantastic and ready to spread some Old Mary Dominion propaganda in Ark's absence as punishment for him not being here with us tonight. Okay, I'm less okay with that, but (laughs) (laughs) otherwise I'm glad you're well. (laughs) Um, And I am your host for the evening, Lotus of Doom. Uh, We are here tonight over on Hyper Pixie Gaming, the Twitch channel itself. Um, So if you ever are curious where we stream the show when Ark is dead, uh, it's over here. As uh, being a stream team member, it seemed like the easiest way to kind of organize this. So welcome everybody to the live show that is here. And uh, I guess in the future, I hope you enjoy the show. Everybody who will listen to this. Um, Not an awful lot of news, but what news there is this week is pretty important stuff. And then because we had the info dump from the event between you and Ark last time, we skipped over Tales. So we'll have plenty of Tales. will probably be more of a story-based episode than a news-based episode. But on that note, we might as well start things off with our usual news. Um, I did not look up the iTunes reviews and stuff like that because Ark usually does that and this kind of wasn't a thing until a minute <laughs> ago. I definitely wasn't in a VCR trial, so <laughs> we're going to pretend... <laughs> Thank you, everybody who does that. We will totally call you out next show. <laughs> we don't um, know what when, we're doing. <laughs> yeah, Ark has that information much more handy than I do. So know that you're appreciated, and Ark will actually be able to bring up the menu for that. Um, the big news, obviously, well, I guess other than Ark being MIA, Ark is in a game jam situation at the moment, and it's, I believe, all weekend. So Ark's pretty. Focused on that slash burnt out from doing so much of that. So sleep is probably a little more important than Tails at the moment so that he can recover and actually do any of this. Plus, he gets to edit this dumpster fire all the time. So, <laughs> um, The big news. The PTS for Blackwood is live. You have been messing around with a pixie. In fact, that was where you were a minute ago. Um, what can you tell us as I have not touched the pts i can kind of chime in with some stuff that i've heard slash looked up but you've had a little more firsthand knowledge of it so what can you uh anything specific you can give us so i finally managed to find a portal and see what those are like um it does seem much more finished and polished from the preview that arc and i played which we knew that was an old build so that was really expected um 
it was really, really awesome to see the portal because that was the one thing I couldn't find where I went through the preview. Um, it's incredible. And I do recommend, like, if you go onto the PTS, check out the portals, check out especially uh, the Abbey of Zenithar. Uh, best public dungeon in the game, hands down, in my opinion. The nice. PTS has been really, really fun. I'm enjoying everything about it. I ended up getting some endeavors just by going through a portal because I killed a bunch of Daedra, which is one of the daily endeavors that I had cool. for today. So it's definitely stuff that you can earn like as you go along. It's not something you really have to try that hard for. I'm just really impressed with it overall. It's fantastic. Great. I uh, I enjoyed watching that. That was once I dropped out of my trial and uh, jumped into chat before we set this up. I saw you and Braun kind of trucking through one of the portals, and it seemed really cool. So I'm eager to try those, as the world events are actually some of my favorite things. So since this one looks so different, that's, uh, I don't know, I'm, pr I'm pretty hyped about that. Also, just so everybody knows, and you don't need to be worried about it, uh, as always, we will not be spoiling any storyline stuff, or ideally... Uh, We'll stay away from any of the data. There was a data mine of stuff coming. We're really not going to discuss that. That's right. That data mining is fine. I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but that I don't want to kill anybody's fun with that. So we're going to gloss over that. So if you're concerned about that, don't don't worry. We're not going to address the data mining or any storyline content. This will just be overviews of content that is there, and you know stuff that's already in base game. Well, not base game, but prior to the PDS. Right. So. Um, the other thing that's a little less positive than the PTS, which does sound like it's pretty well received on whole, I haven't really heard much negative. <clears throat> there are two things that I figured were kind of worth addressing. Um, one of which is not, well, so there's new gear sets, which seem very interesting, um, without going overly in depth into just stats, stats, stats. There's some promising things coming to the game, and I promised Maddie Gone I wouldn't say anything, so we have to keep this just between uh, us and chat, because clearly we won't spill the beans, and it's definitely not <laughs> public information that anybody can test right now. But <laughs> apparently those new mythic pants are incredible. Really? Apparently. Apparently they're like Thracian stranglers on crack <laughs> really uh, what are the what are the pants called um that is a good question that you would ask while i'm not looking I'm sorry. it up <laughs> <laughs> but um there's a few different mythic items one of the things that i'm very happy about is they've adjusted um the ring of the pale order I don't know if you've ever used the ring of the pale order yes nerf incoming is uh likely a thing um but yeah they, they seem very good the ring of the pale order now um has been modified to work a little more as intended and less cheesy there is a thing i'm not going to get into vamp toggle which is a, a style of using the ring of the pale order in a group um but for anybody who doesn't know ring of the pale order is a mythic item which lets you regenerate health uh, based on the damage you do. Well, it's been changed so that now it goes from 18% health given to uh, given back to you from damage done to 20%. So there's a 2% increase, which is good. But for every group member you have in the party, it subtracts 4% from its capacity. 
believe it's four percent okay it's either four or six percent basically if you have like a dungeon team you don't get healing that's the idea it's just it becomes a useless item so they've they've corrected it so you can't use it in a group you definitely can't use it in a trial is the idea um which is fine it there was a method of messing with it <laughs> to benefit not having a healer <laughs> in trials which i know probably breaks your heart but yeah it does so i'm happy with this nerf <laughs> thanks us so so are the healers in all my trials guilds They're like yeah <laughs> screw you guys for using vamp toggle and <laughs> rings of the pale order but that is um that's been adjusted and the ceiling on it so it originally had a cap of health you could get i believe that's just been straight removed which is also amazing um so it's become stronger in solo play and weak to slash useless in group play, which that's fine. I mean, that that seems like an appropriate nerf. Yeah. Uh, well, not even a nerf, a buff to how it's intended, a nerf to not how it's intended, I guess. Right. Um, so I was pretty excited to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I actually really like that change a lot as yeah. somebody who mains a healer, especially. Sure. <laughs> because especially since it seems like with the companion system they're adding in, they're trying to make sure the game is still very solo player friendly. So you can yep. play the game how you want. So I feel like this is a really great change, honestly. Right. And then, and then uh, yeah, I was going to say that you can get dunked on less as a healer. Yeah. Um, the other thing which... I was actually pretty far on the negative aspect of it. However, from hearing from people moving or, or working with it, sounds like it's not as bad as I was worried it might be, um, especially with the new mythic items and, and the way that things have been. It's just been adjusted and plays out on the PTS is they have adjusted some of the champion points. Um, the way to min max and have the vertical progression has apparently been scaled back substantially uh as a result i believe i was told that around 1350 cp you are basically at min max quality and then the rest is vertical progression or options at that point which i'm totally fine with that doesn't bother me what concerned me was instead of something taking 40 cp to do you know i get just for example, 300 Magicka costs 40 CP for that thing, if, if for an example. Well, now it only costs 20 Magicka, but you only can max out at 150. Oh. So it costs half as much to get, but it caps substantially less, meaning you're just straight weaker across the board, but you're able to get to that level quicker. I personally really didn't like that. that so... I wonder if it'll be kind of like what they did with health, where they add like more Magicka in. Like a base? Yeah. I'm not totally sure, but um, Skinny Cheeks, so shout out to Skinny Cheeks. He just put out a video on YouTube about it, which I start, I was, I haven't finished it, but I got a decent ways into it. Skinny Cheeks is a beast of a DPS, so I generally tend to take people that are very, very good at what they do and make content for it. Uh, their opinions when they're messing around with that, I kind of weigh into heavy regard since their DPS ceiling is much higher than mine. So they will feel an impact of something more than the normal person would or average player mm -hmm. because their ceiling is so high, so it'll affect them more. Right. And he was saying it's only like 2% 
at most like loss, like okay. two, two, three percent. But apparently, like sustained and durability felt good. Same thing with Maddie Gone. He was actually saying he actually feels like he hits harder. Oh, okay. Which the thing is, if you weren't top end CP, you'll get to that level quicker. So you actually will probably experience a bump up. Which oh, is oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. So that's good to hear that that's the case because uh, i was definitely a little nervous now granted i'm not like up on high we're like oh well i'm 3600 cp so bow before me peasants i'm 1709 <laughs> so i i'm decently high but for a tank ideally i was looking to be around 2200 so i wasn't even max in my capacity but i like having that thing to work towards so to speak and I didn't like the potential being knocked down, but I'm fine with people being boosted up quicker. Like, that's fine with me. I just don't want the ceiling to come down too much. Like, right. raise up the floor, don't knock down the ceiling. Uh, unless you want to just throw the ceiling away and let me do whatever I want all the time. That's fine, too. Um, <laughs> but they're probably not going to do that in the sense of no, balance. probably but, not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's probably not balanced. But yeah, so that's that's a thing. Um, I know, what CP are you, Pixie? Like nine something. Okay, so yeah, theoretically you'll be like very close. You'll you'll be in the ballpark of like actually being able to min max theoretically, and then the rest is all just vertical progression, which that's cool. Like I, I like that, and as long as it doesn't like nerf us down too much, I'm fine with it. I was just concerned when I was hearing that things would be like well, you have half of this and half of this and half of this, but it only costs half as much. It's like, well, that's fine because I could have afforded it before, so I would like all of it, please. So right. that that was the only thing that made me nervous. However, apparently the way it's been adjusted, people haven't been feeling it too, too hard. So great. Glad to hear that. Yeah, that's good at least. Yeah. But I do get um, the concern also. Yeah, and that's, that's just it. Um, but again, despite what people think, they don't exactly go to just nuke their game constantly. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> mistakes happen and stuff like that. But yeah, the goal is not... I've never gotten the impression that the goal is to nuke the game because that doesn't make money and it's a business. So Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we go into the not pts based thing is there anything else from pts that you figured was worth noting other than the pretty landscapes because it looks gorgeous um but anything you've seen that you wanted to specifically bring up or that you've encountered anything with companions or new so antiquities I, or anything i haven't done the companions on the pts i just stuck with uh using a template of them okay. uh from the preview so i haven't really experienced anything new other than the portals i was mainly just streaming the pts to show people what i experienced during the preview and i was really focusing hard on the zone and finally found a freaking portal um <laughs> since we know that the, that was tragic last week um so I didn't really have anything to add on to other than just the portal stuff, but it does look way more polished and finished. There was a cave that I went into, for example, near Leowin. I think it was just north of Leowin, if I remember right, that okay. on the uh, preview, it just had like a skeleton and a backpack in there. And now there's like a little campsite inside there and a little oh, bridge right. with a little creek and stuff. So it's very much fleshed out. There's no 
open areas of unfinished stuff because that was such an old build that we were playing on. So just seeing the change in such a short period of time is like really cool to see from like a development perspective. So it was really mm -hmm. cool to kind of have like that insider perspective there. And so I'm really excited about everything so far. But that being said, I wasn't like looking at numbers or anything. I was just playing yeah. around. That's yeah. I, oh. I am much more of like, I like the content and then I figure out once I've done all that, like how, how right. to main max stuff. That's, that's an afterthought to me, not a first thing. The other thing that I did this time on the PTS was I did uh, preview the new houses and oh my God, the, uh, uh, what was it called? It was the chapel one, the chapel house. It was like Panther something chapel. It's amazing. It's incredible. There were so there was a fort that was also like furnishable within that. So there's the chapel, there's the crypt down below the chapel, and then there's the outside area. And then from the outside area, you can get into a fort, which also has battlements up top. Ooh. It's amazing. I was blown away by that house. And then there's the house in Leowin that you kind of saw during one of the ESO lives from the outside. That's really cool. And it's actually like two townhouses that are connected by a deck up top. And it seems like it's one of the classic homes. So it's going to be like a good size to like actually furnish. Whereas I would see the chapel is like more of a guild hall type of deal. But okay, they're gotcha. both really, really awesome. And I, I definitely want to purchase for myself uh, the one in Leowin, the, the waterfront one. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but they were really, really cool. Both of them. Interesting. Interesting. I know yeah, they do some crazy stuff with housing. They do. They uh, really do. Also, for the... Because uh, it was going to drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's Harpooner's Waiting Kilt. It's a medium pair of pants. That was the... Um, oh, okay. That's the wink, wink, please don't nerf this mythic coming. <laughs> Where dealing direct damage grants you critical chance and critical damage while taking direct damage removes all given stats. So basically, it's in the same vein of Thracian Stranglers. Okay. Uh, except for crit damage, which crit damage is all the rage now with the way the CP has changed and uh, the current meta is going. So, yeah. I've heard good things about that kilt. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like it. Yep. Um... All right, the only other news, and it's not PTS news, uh, this is a little less positive, but it's not all negative. Um, okay, so there was a patch um, on Wednesday. Yes, there was a patch on Wednesday. And um, I had mentioned to you guys, uh, and anybody who plays on console will know about this, console has had this very, very unpleasant item problem um, that dropped with the Flames of Ambition, where equipping and unequipping items uh, is bad. It takes a long time, and when I say a long time, I mean between 5 and 45 seconds. That's a to big jump. It, so it, in my experience, the longer your session runs, the slower it goes. So it's almost like a memory leak would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, because it starts and it's not super terrible for me in my experience. However, the longer you're on, 
good lord. One of the other side effects is putting stuff in and out of banks, wrecks, everything. It's the same problem. But the best one personally, best in quotes, uh, funniest at least, because I'm not going to lie, it made us crack up several times, was you could not use crown repair kits. Uh, because if you did, it would try to calculate all of those items at the same time, and your game would literally crash and eject you from the server for spamming. Uh, oh, wow. So you could not repair gear like that. It was just you had to individually do it, and individually doing it was very slow. So it was very problematic. And if you were really mean you used a group repair kit, you'd just tank your entire trial team. Like, they'd all go down. Um, so not good. <laughs> However, there was a patch. Um, said patch seems to now have fixed that. So you can jump in and out of inventory you can s do all that stuff however it was replaced with another possibly equally infuriating bug that is now on console um your items when you sell them to vendors don't leave your inventory oh no so what you have to do and I'll, I'll tell you any workarounds I know for anybody that plays on console, because we have been working at figuring this out, because it is god-awful. So when you sell an item, it will give you the money and make the sound as if you sold it, but it will still be in your inventory. If you try to sell it again, it'll be like, blink, whatever, this item is in use or something like that. If you then back out of the inventory screen and go back into it, it's then gone. So it's removing it, but it's not there. The other thing, actually, it's mentioned in chat. You can also use L1 and R1 or your bumpers, if you're on Xbox, to scroll past it, and that can do it. That's pretty annoying. The next one that's annoying is putting stuff in merchants, because you cannot... So our craft bags are totally borked, because um, you can't scroll through them on console. What? Um, it's just one giant inventory mess. So. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that's not great. Um, and then as a side effect of not being able to jump menus, like you have, you know, uh, I, I, it's a little different with a keyboard and mouse. If you play with a controller, this makes more sense. But like when you hit your triggers, you can jump categories. Like, right. So, you know, materials and this and, you know, that. well, that doesn't really work very much anymore. So as a result, if you try to sell things in a guild vendor, you're stuck on the item you last looked at. That's it. Oh man, that's a no that's really obnoxious. It, it, yes, because so what you have so what we found that we can do is if this matters as much to you as it does to some people, I'm just waiting till this is fixed and letting my inventory light on fire in my bank because I can't bother with selling these things. What you have to do is go to the search menu, search for the item, and it will pull you to that item, which then allows you to list that item in the store. That's oh, wow. not an efficient process. <laughs> no. To say the least. On the flip side, uh, so we're gonna, these are gonna be like compliment sandwiches. <laughs> One thing that was fixed um, is you, the, uh, CODs, like cash on delivery system, it's fixed. It doesn't tell you to go to hell um, and just 
not give you your money anymore. So that's a huge plus because that was a real that's serious good. issue. Um, because if you caught people something, there was like a pretty good chance they were just going to, the money was just going to disappear into the ether and they'd get your item. Ouch. Um, yeah. So that was rough. That's not a thing as far as I know anymore. I certainly haven't encountered it. I haven't heard anybody else. So that does seem fixed. But beware. Yeah. The guild vendors are very, very rough right now. And, um, yeah, the, the selling to merchants thing is brutal as well. So kind of hoping that gets fixed quick because that is making inventory management very, very unpleasant at the moment. So it was kind of worth noting. I believe it's just a console thing as far as I know. You haven't seen anything like that on PC, I assume. Yeah, no, everything's been great on PC lately yeah, for me nah, at least. Right. So we got all the campfires around us. Question. Um, do you know if this is for both consoles or if this is just a PlayStation thing? It's apparently Xbox and um, PS4, from what I heard. At, oh. at first, I thought it was just PS4, and I think some of the issues have been just PS4, but I do believe that the inventory bug is both systems, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but PS4 is really doing their best on PlayStation to, to make sure we blow up the most stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're doing our best over here to blow it all up. Ouch. Um, yeah, so uh, workarounds exist, but yeah, honestly, the Guild Traders things, it's so much of a hassle that I literally won't list anything in Guild Traders at the moment. It's just, it's not worth the, the, the hassle of it. So hopefully that gets fixed somewhat soon because that one's pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, that I think covers it, unless there's anything that I'm forgetting that's of super note that no, you can I think of. I think that's about it from what I know. All right. Well, then why don't you start us off with Tales and let us know what you've been up to because it's been two weeks. Hold on one second. Sorry, I was trying to do a shout out for if I know, you know I was going to do it for you because I saw it totally bored. Hi, no, it's okay. <laughs> Hi, Evie. <laughs> I was trying to like stealthily do it, but then like I went too fast and like missed a button and yeah. Look, you, you can't shout people out any worse than in my chat as like I've, I had a string of typing uh, one of our listeners and part of the community, uh, Child of Sithis. I typed his name wrong five times in a row trying oh to give him a God. shout out. And I was like, can somebody more responsible with mod powers do this for me and let me off the hook here? So. <laughs> At least so, you're not me. <laughs> so I know we didn't do tales last week, so I'm just going to kind of like touch on my tales from last week kind of quickly. So I did actually decide to do some tanking last week. I tanked, um, shoot, what was it? There was one dungeon that I tanked. The, oh, uh, Vet Scale Color Peak, I tanked again, and I had done that in the past. Uh, I also tanked Vet Black Drake for the first time, which was super fun. Oh, nice. uh, I, I love that place. Yeah, Soothing me too. Summer Grotto for the win. Yes. So I, I have I have a tank clear on Soothing Summer Grotto now. We didn't do like the hard modes or anything. It was just sure. regular vet clear. Um, but that was really, really fun. Um, of note last week was after uh Prague so we got the um unhallowed grave hard mode clear right Very finally nice. so that was really cool and we had like a whole bunch of extra time because we got it super early so we're like let's go ahead and try for a cauldron trifecta run like give that a couple shots like we have like a little under an hour so we've got a few tries at it yeah get a couple um, pulls well we get to the first boss and Bard starts to laugh and says, 
I'm not even going to mention this on stream. Don't know if I want it on the internet. And it's like, well, now you kind of have to tell us. <laughs> and we're coming up to the fart boss. So it was like very uh, uh, appropriate for where we were. <laughs> and so eventually we badger it out of him. And he's like, I'm just going to leave it at never trust a fart. <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> wandering bard sharded mid trifecta run. Perfect. Turns Perfect. out, and we were doing really, really good before that point. Got all the way to the final boss. Couldn't activate the hard mode for whatever reason. Turns out we did it on normal. Oh, I remember that run. <laughs> yes, you guys were all proud of yourself. We're like, we're cruising. We're like, why can't we do hard mode? I'm like, why does he only have like 1.6 million points? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so we had Bard just crap himself for no reason. He didn't actually poop his pants, by the way. He did check at some point and he was fine. But he's even changed his name in Discord to, instead of Wandering Bard, Wandering Shart. So <laughs> it was it was hysterical. And then this week we went back in for a trifecta attempt at the cauldron. We we kept dying. Which boss was it? Uh, the shocky lady. We, yes. We kept dying. Like one of us would step in poop. So we're going to be at that again next week because we just ran out of time. Um, so question for you because I, I, have, I haven't run that again since we got our trifecta. But one of the things I heard, so I, I can't confirm this, but it was... It would make sense because I heard about it after we did ours where there's an achievement for nobody stepping in any of those little like electric pools she leaves, mm -hmm. the booby traps. Yeah. And while we were doing that, I was like, I got mine like, I don't know, the, the day that it launched or whatever or the day after. And we were getting Show it for off. a couple other people. And I was curious. I was like, man, this seems a lot harder. Like we had, we actually had a like really strong team. It was the trifecta team. We were going to get it for everybody. And I was like, man, this seems a lot more complicated. Somebody's always stepping in it. Like, nobody's dying, but, like, why are we always stepping in this? But we eventually did it. We just needed to be very, very careful. But I was like, man, it feels like there's way more electric traps on the ground. And I was told that it's because the NPC who's with you, who's disabling the traps, no longer disables the traps. <laughs> is that what it is? Because, like, the whole told. floor is covered he just in stands shock. There and st yeah, they just stand there and stare at you now. They're like, uh, I'll disable the trap. And then they like, don't move. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what I was told. I haven't run it again, so I don't know that that's true or not. But I was like, that would make a lot of sense. Because like, I don't remember there being this many before. <laughs> like, Yeah, like the whole thing like just stays AOE for me. <laughs> yes, it does. So I'm, that might still be the case then. <laughs> okay. That would make me feel better. Yeah, so we, companion we not doing their job. We didn't get our trifecta uh, achievement or anything, but that was fine. We still had a good time. Uh, it was the pledge, so we did go ahead and do the hard mode and everything for the extra keys. So that was great. I really like that dungeon a lot, especially that final hard mode is yep. really, really fun. Those mechanics are great. The difficulty is is great. It's not You're not like pounding your head against a wall in there. It's fairly straightforward and just a really fun fight overall. Um, 
then yesterday we actually got to play with ag we were working on getting him his sun spire skin we did run out of time unfortunately we were we, all the way at Naventas, and i think we got him down to like 19 percent or something so we got Oof. really close yeah but people had to go because they had other trials and stuff to go do unfortunately but it was really cool i think that was my first time like actually playing with a jellos so that was really fun that's cool yeah. Yeah, he's and, been back in quite a bit, it seems like, so. Yeah, he did really good. He did decide he didn't want to hug us, so he <laughs> died a few times. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want to hide behind the statue. He just thought we all smelled bad or something, I guess. I don't know. Or very COVID-aware. Not sure. Maybe he's not vaccinated yet. Um, <laughs> he hasn't gotten there yet. He's, just, <laughs> he's practicing safe social distancing until he's safe himself. Exactly. So he just, like, decided to just go hang out in the fire, which was interesting choice but it worked out kind of eventually we got close um but that was a whole lot of fun and then tonight was me basically just exploring blackwood again and where i could like actually show people and get excited about it with other people instead of just like keeping it to myself and like exploding by myself in happiness <laughs> um finally found a portal so what we did uh braun and i uh got in a group and we kind of took arc's approach where we kind of split up and ironically enough there was one point where we didn't split up because i was showing everybody the white stallion in with all of the pets and everything inside of it that i was oh, talking okay. about on tales last week yep. uh and then once we left it was like right next to that place we found the portal and we able to rush in there were some kind of hilarious glitches in there. Again, this is PTS, so it's completely expected and I'm not worried about it at all. Um, so the first one was we got to the actual like tower in the middle and we couldn't interact with the door. It kept saying it was too far away. So I went to like run out and then just completely went out of bounds. And you could see mm. the Ash Titans whenever you looked up, just like all over the place. And then like if I looked straight, I could see like the enemies that were like inside the tower. And it was just really funny. That's and great. The only way I could get out of that was to throw myself off the ledge, fall for about two minutes, and eventually die. And then we had to start the whole portal over, which was fine because it worked that next time. And again, yep. PTS. Yeah. Then, this is why PTS is here. Exactly. And Hype is one thing, but testing it is actually in the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we uh, finally got through to the final boss and Braun burned him too quickly. So like he wouldn't come back out of his shield. Uh, so I was like, okay, we'll just reset the boss by like killing ourselves and doing it again. And then I ran into the lava and just casually walked down under the lava and didn't take damage and just walked around on the lava floor <clears throat> under it, which was really funny. It was like, Perfect. well, I can't so even kill myself well. Mode. Yes, I did. And it yep, was hilarious. But I walked away far enough to where the boss did reset, so we were able to, to clear it, and he didn't glitch out on us this time. Visually, these portals are stunning. I was actually shocked. So, like, whenever you think of Deadlands from, like, Oblivion, you think of, like, stereotypical hellscape. Um, and so it was something that I was excited for, but it's like, okay, it's just we're essentially going to hell, you know? It's cool and all, but it's not like the colored rooms, which is where I really want to go. Um, but my God, they did a good job with this. I was blown away with the imagery they were using. These gigantic wandering enemies, these huge, impressive ash titans. 
everything is just incredible and i love it so much and so between the portals the endeavors and the companions this is just so amazing also the other thing i got to do that i was not able to do during the preview i had mentioned earlier and last week how cool the outside of uh the abbey of zenithar was well now on this build that's on the pts you can go inside that's finished breathtaking absolutely breathtaking uh it's super creepy and just the ambiance in there is incredible i think that's my favorite public dungeon in the entire game now nice it is amazing and i cannot wait for that to hit live there was like you get to the end and you have to find these three keys or whatever to get to the final room and i decided you know what i don't want to spoil this for myself i'm going to wait for live before i go through and do all of this but it was really really cool and i am so looking forward to it um question for you because one of the things you had mentioned was the endeavors you had said right earlier that you had uh kind of got one residually while playing did you notice that you were accomplishing any others while you were just doing your own thing or like i've been curious on them even though they're not super my thing as um i don't buy necessarily a lot that's like cosmetic stuff but i've been fascinated by the concept of these things so so the one that I cleared, I only did one of them um, and it happened like I didn't even open the Endeavors menu, so I didn't even see what the other ones were. Um, gotcha. But this one was Kill 5 Daedra. So it's stuff oh, like that. Oh, wow. Okay. That's just, are you playing the game type of deal? Got it. Yeah, exactly. For the dailies, it's like basically, like I know from what I remember from the preview, some of it's like craft five items, deconstruct five items. And they're super easy. Even the weeklies are pretty easy if you're just playing the game regularly and doing a variety of things. Sure. Um, so yeah, you don't even have to like really worry about them. Like the kill five Daedra I got very quickly after I started doing the portal. Cool. So it's definitely good. It's something that you don't have to worry about too much. So you'll just kind of get them passively. And if you really want to grind them out and like max out the amount of endeavors you can get, just like glance at them and make a note of content that would be good for it. Uh, but you should be pretty much good to go to get most of yours. Maybe the weeklies you'd have to like focus on a little bit more, but again, you have a week to do them, but they're really awesome. I like them a lot. Nice. Very cool. And that's all for my tales actually. All right. Well, mine uh, do not involve the PTS or Blackwood <laughs> since I have not jumped on the PTS because I, I don't generally want to do too, too much with that. And I'm waiting. Plus, I get to kind of vicariously hear all the stuff from you guys. So that's always neat as well. The only contribution I have made to, to any of the Blackwood hype currently is uh i went back like i had been meaning to do and i apologize it took me so long i had promised i would uh quite a while back but i went back into elder scrolls arena and took some sweet screenshots of gideon and Which was posted awesome. them online um and i learned uh because gideon is not part of the arena main quest like you never need to go there um yeah, man, it is. Uh, it has improved quite a bit what it looks like over the years because <laughs> it is the most generic city I've ever seen in Elder That's Scrolls awesome. Arena. Yeah, um, but I, I've been meaning to do that because I was curious what it what it would say. 
And uh, it, it was an interesting thing just to see what it started as. And now it's like this elaborate scrawling, you know, jungle landscape thing. So very cool just because I always bring up the fact that it's like this series always seems to at least remember where it came from it with little nods or, you know, a, a, a reference here or there. So all the way back to where the series started. Um, so... I, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, it, I'm like 1709 CP or somewhere around there. I'm just over 1700 is the easiest way to put it. I don't remember exactly what I am, but, um, since the last show I had done the big hype situation was everybody was grinding their CP because we had the gestures festival and then we had the anniversary event directly after it. So it was a ton of, um, what do you call it? double xp events right and everybody pig piled into normal black rose prison (laughs) (laughs) and ran normal black rose prison at nauseam because everybody was so excited um and it's pretty it was pretty mind-numbing don't get me wrong i did not grind it the way you know shout out to j-dub and inklings because oh my lord like both of them are 3,600 CP. Like, that's crazy that they were able to grind that much. Um, but Black Rose Prison was a very, very efficient way of farming XP very, very quickly in a group of two. So I messed around with it a little bit because I did want some XP specifically. So I jumped in myself, but I did not do, like, a super binge. I just kind of did some some binging, nothing too extreme. And got myself up from, I was like 1,400 something. So I got about 300 CP during wow. those like events. Yeah. So I, well, it's hard to explain without actually doing it. But if you deck yourself out in experience gear, you have the double XP cake or pie or whatever the event was. And then you were... Uh, if you get married, which I was going to say, I married Delta, so our characters had the Rings of Mara, which is 10% more XP. Beautiful wedding, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, most you people were fantastic. like, holy crap, your character has a face. Because even when I post, like, <laughs> check out my new skin, and it's just me head to toe in gear. <laughs> so nobody ever sees what I look like. But I had a pretty, pretty wedding dress for my picture. Um, but you've got that. And then if you put on a scroll or a potion, which you know prices skyrocketed on that um but you put on 150 scroll or potion in a pull especially if you were had high dps or really organized in basically one run of arenas one through four was as hard you'd ever go and there was some other tactics you could use which i'm not going to get into but essentially in a run of one to four in the first arena so it's just four waves it was an entire cp wow and yeah it it was outrageous and if you were enlightened it was the most ridiculous like single pulls were worth like two hundred thousand xp wow which is like i don't even understand what's happening so it was really good for leveling cp if you had skills you wanted to level you could go (laughs) never have the skill unlock to morphed and maxed out in like one poll it was incredible um yeah so i i still think something's going to be done before the next double xp event so that that 
is not a thing again because I can't imagine they wanted like 60% of the community to just live in the first four waves of Black Rose Prison. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever. People were still, it's not like it was a cheat or anything. It was just, you know, you got to do that and then jump in, jump out, whatever. It, it, it was what it was. Um, so a lot of fun, though. Uh, very enjoyable. And um, hello to the Raiders. <laughs> I was gonna say the Pale Adventure. Thank you so much for the raid. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're doing a podcast right now, so we're gonna be a little bit less uh, interactive with chat. But I really appreciate you yes, guys. Yes, but we still appreciate it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the Black Rose Prison grind was good, and it's fun if you were willing to just kind of shoot the shit with your friend while doing it. But if you didn't, like, if you just focused on that, that would get very boring very quickly. So I, I definitely told people, pace yourself with it. And now that they've lowered the required CP ceilings or floor, I guess it would be the better way to put it, uh, low, you know, raised up the floor, lowered the ceiling. Now you kind of get the benefit of that type of hyper grind isn't even really necessary. I mean, it wasn't super necessary then unless you were very, very end game. But at the same time, um, it's been condensed, we'll put it like that. Right. So that type of thing isn't as necessary. And with the new CP system, you gain champion points at a very consistent rate as long as you're playing and doing things. So all around, I think the new CP system is very much a good thing. I I burnt out on the old one yeah. uh, and barely paid attention to it. <laughs> so... This is nice to have, like, a direction to, to work toward now. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was just kind of, like, that bit with the events. And <sighs> then comes to the stuff of me actually playing. And I, I'm not really too sure what happened with my... RNG recently, it's specifically bad since uh, the newest expansion. But beforehand, I had, I, I don't remember which show it was, but I had made reference to the fact that I wasted like a hundred, I don't remember what it was now, but it was like 101 or 102 keys it took me to get the Zahn shoulder I needed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is awful. Like, what, <laughs> what kind of RNG is this? And since then, I hadn't really paid attention because I didn't need anything else. And with Soothing Summer Grotto and the Cauldron launching, one that Incratus, I don't I don't know how you say it, whatever. The, the monster set from Soothing Summer Grotto or Black Drake Villa. <laughs> <laughs> that's the set I want. Um, because it's got great group benefit, especially as an off-tank. It's awesome. Um so got the helmet super easy. In fact, I got all three of the helmets super easy because we ran it a whole bunch of times to get our trifecta anyways, like between first day and then we were like, well, let's get the trifecta. So I had run it, got it, did the secret boss, got that. So it was like, I had drops galore. So it's fine, no problem, got the helmet. And I was like, well, I need the shoulder piece to match it. And I, I don't remember if I brought it up last show or not because it might not have gotten there, but I am currently at... <laughs> Oh, no. 105 keys that I've spent. Uh, I'm out of keys at this point. I now need to do pledges every day just to try to buy a new crate or a, a new uh, item box from the vendor. Um, but in 105 keys, I still don't have my light shoulders. Um, 
it took me 95 keys to just get a medium pair of shoulders so that I could even physically use the set. Whoa. There is a one in two chance that it would pick the set that I'm looking for. <laughs> or theoretically, a, a three and six, because there's light, medium, heavy of each dungeon. And I'm buying the five five key crates because I don't want a chance like, oh, well, there's so many DLC dungeons. It could be any of those. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to spend the fives. And for 90 keys, which would be 45... No, less than that. How many is that? Five keys... Oh, boy. Numbers are hard. Don't make me do math. At yeah, I was going to say... Oh, almost man, numbers, midnight. What it, yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to... This is sad. I'm going to use a calculator. I can't <laughs> do math. 90 divided by 5 is 18. So I bought 18 crates um, or chests, whatever whatever they're called, the, the boxes with your set. I bought 18 crates with a one in two chance of getting the set I need, and 18 times I picked the exact same set. Oh, no. <laughs> Which was not the one that I needed. Oh, no. <laughs> Coffer, that's, that's the word for it. Thank you. Um, so I've got all the weights of the other one, and I was like, this is, un this is unreal that I, I can't physically make this set. Um, which, at first, people thought I think I was kidding in my guild, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you just got to farm some more. And I started posting how many of the single shoulders I had to people, and they're like, oh, dear God. I'm like, I can't complete <laughs> the set. I, it's not that I don't want to run this. It's that I can't. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, but then I managed to get the wrong shoulders. Like I said, I got medium shoulders, which I don't want. I like light shoulders. Medium helmet is how I do it, and then all heavy armor still. But whatever, at this point, I don't care because now I can at least <laughs> use the physical set. <laughs> so that's better. Like I'll, I'll, take, I'll take whatever small victory I can get. And I've tried a couple more since then and I've had zero luck. So I'm still looking for my light shoulder piece uh, for Encratis or however you pronounce it. But yeah, I'm 105 keys down and good Lord, like... I don't understand. Uh, it was, oh God, the, the RNG is so brutal. And then, let's see, let's, this is going to be a trend, by the way, for all of my tales, oh pretty much, is RNG has decided that they have had enough of my crap and I should be eternally punished. So, the next thing that I've been farming, because the Worm Cult is not so much a healer set as it can be a tank set now, or an off-tank set, whatever, a type of tank set now, um, which is neat. But I was like, well, I've never bothered to get this because I've never used Worm on a tank. So I started going for it, and I was all excited because I got um, my Ice Staff, which the Ice Staff is supposedly not easy to get, so I kind of had some high hopes that maybe um, RNG was done just crapping on me. Except I have now run Vaults of Madness 20 times and have not gotten myself a one-handed weapon, which means that I need to hodgepodge a piece of light armor into my build uh, and then have another weapon, but then that's going to break my back bar set because I'll have a staff which is two-handed. It's a mess. I need a one-handed weapon of worm. However... The game has decided that I don't deserve a one-handed weapon for the worm's raiment. 
So that is another set. Uh, like I said, I've run Vaults of Madness 20 times since I've been counting, at least. And zero luck on getting that. So gear farming has not gone well uh, for me recently because things have changed with the new patch. I figured it would be useful to grab this stuff, but ugh. Arc, it is not because I've changed my race. <laughs> I blame... You know what? I blame you because you're awake now. <laughs> so It's all Ark's fault. Well, you know, I. it's fine. He's not... Ark, if you were here, you'd defend yourself. Oh, wait, I don't hear anything. Well, it looks like it's Ark's fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely Ark's fault. So, he, he blasted Queen Iren one too many times, and this is her <laughs> getting her vengeance. Wait, what did I do? Why do I need crap RNG? Give Ark my RNG. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did something to deserve it. I mean, <laughs> he did. Oh, no. He's messing up my Excuse overlay. me, but oh, no, he it is your fault, now... not my fault. <laughs> Have a good show. I'm off. <laughs> well done well played <laughs> all right touche touche well well that was that i guess he does have the <laughs> ability to defend himself touche arc <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah gear farming not going so great um we're going to start with my failure, and then I'll end on me actually succeeding at something. So, um... For once? Yeah, for Lately. once. It, we're digging my way through epic fails just until eventually <laughs> I do something right. Um, we've been doing a decent amount of trifectas off on the side, and as a result, we have had plenty of victories and all sorts of stuff but the most recent one we did we had kind of a time crunch not that that was the reason we didn't do it we just need some more runs at it and we'll actually get this one uh soon enough but the most recent one we did this week like as of the other day i guess um we tried no bone left unbroken which is vet fang layer trifecta and i learned something in there uh, that I had mentioned a couple shows back, there was that minimal animosity achievement where you only break one of the crystals for beating uh, Fang Lair. <laughs> well, my new team periodically uh, likes to see exactly how much we can do for overkilling things. And we're on console, so we, you know, have we don't have add-ons. So it's a lot of it's like you got to just kind of take people at their word for their uptimes and stuff like that. So... Our Sork, uh, Bill, decided that we should kill the boss before it actually ever does a mechanic. Uh, what? So his approach was, we don't need to break any crystals if we kill him so fast that it never spawns a wall. And I was like, that seems a bit much. So we did an ultimate charge so that we could all dump ulties right, at the, right out the gate. And when before I had mentioned that I was impressed that we got the boss down to, I think it was like 12% or whatever, they just straight up killed it. Like we skipped the entire phase. They did 4 million damage and pushed him to resurrection before a single wall or colossus spawned. How? It was about 12 seconds was what they nuked him in. How? Uh, they're Are both they very, very good. 
I was going to say, both Neo and Big Bill are both very, very good. This was also not with 3 DPS. This is a normal healer, 2 DPS, and me combo. Um, so shout out to both Bill and Neo for obliterating that boss so fast that we actually didn't need to do phase one at all. It was... We did, yeah. I, I was very impressed. Um, it, it was very cool. I was like, "Wow, that was actually a thing." That's just um, insane. Well, it was also very jarring because we went right into the next phase, and he was not done like his initial putting acid on the ground, but he was dead, so he was resurrecting, and the acid was like coming out of where he used to be. Oh, God. So we had acid all over the place, and then it was like, "Oh, by the way, now he's spitting because he didn't finish that animation, so he kind of wigged out at the end there." But. Um, Jeez. During our trifecta push, we uh, had a couple where it, it took a little... Man, so this is why I wanted to bring up the RNG part. Fang Lair, those walls, the ghost yeah. walls of hard mode. I mean, they there suck. is ghost walls. Yeah. There are ghost walls on regular veteran, and I believe on normal. Um, but on hard mode... There are just ghost walls popping up constantly, and there's little gaps in them, and you have to just scoot in between the ghost wall gaps while you're doing the fight. And at least from what I've I've never heard, it randomly just picks a direction they're going to come from and where the gaps will be. Right. And that's fine but that's a busy fight there's a lot happening especially when you're trying to do well the speed's not that big of a deal but when you're trying to do the hard mode and you're trying to not have anybody die there's a lot going on and the poll we got closest to we lost our trifecta at 20 percent um oh no because yeah me and one of the dps's died um from a ghost wall and the reason that it was extra crippling was we kind of got smushed over in the corner, avoiding poison, avoiding scarabs, avoiding the Colossus, and the dragon was, like, scooting in. So I was, like, pushed off to, like, the gate where you activate the hard mode. Mm. Um, it, the arena is like a square for anybody who hasn't done it. Um, and we got pushed toward the gate. So I, my exact statement was, I'm going to rotate the boss into the center so that we can have more room to avoid the walls. All they have to do is not spawn at this gate. And I didn't even finish that when the wall spawned at the gate directly behind us because that was the only place on the map where we could not avoid it because that's what I was trying to get us out of. And it didn't spawn any gaps near us, so it just squished me in a DPS like instantly. And I was like, that's... Oh, no. That's, That's a shame. the worst. Because had I managed to, had it picked any of the other three sides, we would have been fine. Right. Or had I managed to get him fully rotated to the middle, we could have had time to avoid, but did not happen that way. Totally got squished. Super dead. Um, so Ouch. we got it to 20%. Uh, very close. But yeah, we finished that run out, but we, we didn't get the trifecta on that. However, we did accomplish two other trifectas in the time since we last did Tales. On the train of RNG is the worst, because oh, like God. I said, that's my running theme. We got Mountain God, which is um, the trifecta for Scale Caller Peak. To anybody who's done hard mode Scale Caller Peak, everybody generally loves Scale Caller Peak. It's a really fun dungeon. 
Um, that hard mode... Slight disclaimer, the show is not family-friendly, uh, as, as we've made, but we, we try to do our best. Um, oh, no. Give me, like, five minutes for this story. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, the, and, then we, and then it'll go back to being less offensive. So, earmuffs kids. Yeah, earmuff kids for, like, three or five minutes just real quick. Um, the fucking RNG in that fight is infuriating to a new level. Never have I been so, like, shell-shocked at the amount of things that I felt were intentionally grieving of. I was like, this is an RNG. This is just Finn telling us to go to hell. Um, <laughs> so we went in to do this place, and there's all of the mechanics from the rest of the dungeon at the same time. Um, we encountered so... we. This one actually took us quite a few tries to nail down. We really struggled with the RNG on this. The rest of the fight, not a big deal. But it started with, okay, um, it's stone, like, there's a stone physic that you need to use to avoid the poison phase. Okay, well, the stone thing is chasing me around. Like, I've got to, I've got to try to get away from it. All right, it's chasing me. It's chasing me. Okay, Zahn's chasing me, but that's fine. And it's chasing me. And, okay, now the ice thing is chasing me. So as I'm running from those, then the poison slice picks exactly where I'm standing so I can't get out of it and I die. And I'm like, okay, that's obnoxious. Like, I hate this. But whatever. So we have a couple tragedies like that, and it doesn't go so great. We had a couple other ones where one of the DPSs accidentally stepped in the stone thing, and they were like, oh, shit. So they get stoned. They break out of stone. But as they break out of stone, I'm not kidding you, the new beam goes under his feet and restones him before he can even use his oh, character no. again. <laughs> so now he's in a bad way because there's like, okay, this isn't good. So he breaks out of that one and the ice blitzkriegs him and freezes him. So now we don't have the ice mechanic. <laughs> so he was just doomed and we were just like, okay, whatever. Um, but one benefit was we came up with well, I didn't come up with squat. Um, the DPS came up with this idea of Ring of the Wild Hunt lets you move much quicker. If you get totally hosed being too deep into a poison slice, that extra speed lets you get out of the poison mm. slice easier. Very handy tip. If you don't have the Ring of the Wild Hunt, use rapids because you okay. can speed out of it quicker. The problem came then, because we solved that problem of RNG, of the pie slice thing. We're like, okay, we just got to be really fast. We'll avoid all these stupid mechanics. That's fine. Then came Zahn's mechanic of she picks somebody up and basically tells them to die because she just hits them with a Zahn beam. Well, the worst RNG we had in a while was we had to spread to avoid all the mechanics all over the ground. She picks... The DPS across the arena, so we're like, well, this is good because we have plenty of room to block it, was our theory. Every single protection mechanic went directly in the path so that there oh, was no. no way to block the fire beam. <laughs> and my approach was, okay, whatever, you get a second chance with stone. If you use any of the other mechanics, you're fucked. You, you just can't do it like you, you somebody will die because you're missing a safety mechanic but the rock mechanic with the laser that will that will happen so i was like 
I'll just take rock and be right in the way. So I did that to block it, and it worked, and I broke out, but before I got control of my character, it shows exactly there for the pie, the pie slice and poisoned me and killed me. Oh my so, god. <laughs> so it became just like a lot of, and it, it, one of the things SD mentioned is walk the lines. You do have to walk the lines, but the problem is all of the safety mechanics hump the lines that you're supposed to be walking. <laughs> so if you stand there, you have to weave in and out around the mechanics because you can't waste them early. And then when you're weaving in and out of those lines, you tend to be not on the line, and then you get clipped by the poison slice. So we negated that with the speed buff because it gave us enough leeway. When we didn't walk the line, we could scoop back out. Once we did that, took us a couple tries to just kind of get like things to work out. We managed to pull it off, got Mountain God. That was stressful as hell. Um, but managed to, managed to knock it out, which we were very excited about. And the other one we did was, um, I had messaged some people on, uh, Twitter exactly what Decryptify was. I believe I brought it up on a couple shows back where we almost had the Depths of Malatar trifecta, mm. but we died to this thing called Decryptify, which was a miserable thing. And I was like, what exactly is this? So... It was like a heal debuff, and right. you've got a. Our solution to it was shield, 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 shield. Like everybody just ran barrier. Nobody did any DPS because we did, were like, well, we'll just DPS it without ultimates. Like everybody just any. If anybody got hit with the cryptify, somebody threw up a barrier. There was no questions. D DPS didn't matter. Whatever. Um, and after the last time I had tried it and asked about that, our first pull of the thing. We got the trifecta in Depths of Malatar. So I don't even know what the hell that one's called, but we managed to knock that one out. And that is a stressful thing because, again, it's random which orb seems to pop up. It's not like an order. Hmm. So theoretically, I guess you could get real lucky and just not get five decryptifies and then meteor in a row. Oh, we were not those people. <laughs> Because <laughs> of course not. Because <laughs> we would get oh shit shit decryptify, so we would throw up decrypt like we would throw up a barrier for decryptify, and then it's like spread out because then like meteors would just start pelting us. <laughs> we're like okay, we're back from that one. It's all decryptify again. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, in the end, having everybody slot barrier was definitely the answer for the situation. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was quite the quite the. Uh, the final fight, because that first half of that fight is really pretty mellow. It's really not that big of a deal. But the second half where you go to the colored rooms in Depths of Malatar, that is chaos with the yeah. walls coming in from all sides. And then you've got the orbs popping up and everything like that, plus the boss itself. So, right. But, um, yeah, so despite all of the RNG failure, we managed to knock out two more trifectas super close to Fang Lair. Hopefully I'll have that by next show. Um, but yeah, so that's been pretty much mine has been those couple of trifectas and then so much just farming and failing so, so much farming and failing. Um, so it'd be nice if I could ever get 
the uh the, the the pieces i need that'd be pretty sweet at least i can run one of the sets poorly now whereas i just can't run worm properly at all yeah that's yeah that sucks yep but uh no that's pretty much it, it for me um yeah i don't think yeah that pretty much covers my tale since last show i guess that's like I don't know what is that like two and a half weeks we have this like weird thing where we had a show but just so that's was just the, the encompassing of last month yeah yeah <laughs> um all right yeah i guess that's it um so pixie what um got any other final thoughts anything coming up for you that's exciting that people should know about uh no nothing of note uh just looking forward to june when blackwood launches because it's freaking amazing on the pts and during the preview all right um let's see where can you know what where, where can people find you then since you can I find mean, me <laughs> find us here <laughs> right here at twitch.tv slash hyperpixie gaming and also on twitter at hyperpixie games so i am lotus of doom uh on twitch and twitter i will be streaming tomorrow uh being streaming elder scrolls online and thanks to drew from the community i had mentioned this last did i mention whatever time's weird and i keep forgetting <laughs> what show i have and have not said something on so we're just gonna say it again but um much like I had done before, I have another another giveaway of the new upcoming chapter of Blackwood. I will be giving it away on stream tomorrow. Stream will be starting, I, I want to say 3 p.m. EST or whatever, Eastern time, um, over on my channel, Lotus of Doom. Don't need to do anything special for it. You just need to be in chat so and type Blackwood, like exclamation Black would in my chat and be there when the bot picks a name that's all there is to it they make it nice and simple for people because this is exciting and everybody's hyped for the new chapter so it is an xbox version of blackwood provided by drew and we will be giving it away tomorrow um you're all welcome to swing by if you don't want it specifically but you know somebody who would like it feel free it's no strings attached to it um the other thing that I do every week is the other podcast of the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, which I do over on Robots Radio with Tom. Um, and we have, I guess, a mini thing for that. Next week is just our chat with patron, uh, the patrons, but um, the following week is uh, Rich Lambert is going to join us and talk about his connection to the upcoming chapter and all that good stuff. So if you have interest in hearing uh, Rich's story, who is the creative director of Elder Scrolls Online, he will be joining us on May 6th as well. So that'll be exciting over there. And um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. If you want to find what we do, it's uh i suppose we can just go you know what before i do the outro don't forget uh Arcaneer's quest is uh where we stream now and usually at least um which is arc who is our illustrious leader who is mia except for the like eight second interval where he popped <laughs> in to make himself heard <laughs> but um yes that's the twitch channel now and 
other than Twitch, we will go through with. You can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Discord. Be sure to check out our Patreon, uh, our Patreon ugh, at uh, Patreon.com uh, slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show. And consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever it's called nowadays so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Tales of Tamriel episode. You should never have left me in charge, Ark. This is, this is what you get, so enjoy editing. <laughs> and uh, Stay hyped for Blackwood, everybody, and we will see you all next time. Have a great night. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end